Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. From Barangaroo Studios, the AusBiz COV is the key stuff you need to know about the day in business and finance. Well, hello, hello. It's the 22nd of November, 2021. This is the COB, the stuff you need to know about the day in business markets and startups from AusBiz, Team AusBiz today, myself, Nadine Blaney, along with David Scott. G'day, Captain. Great to be here. G'day. How are you doing? It's been a pretty, uh, yeah, lot going on on this Monday. For I looked at the macro day and I was kind of like, you know what, we didn't get a lot resolved over the weekend. But it was bloody busy. It was busy. Uh, look, it's still AGM season. We're getting a few results trickling in. TNE comes to mind tomorrow. Um, but it's the macro. I mean, it is the macro. It was a day devoid of economic data here locally. But there's a lot of talk still about the hawkish turn the Fed seems to be taking. Uh, there's a lot of talk about whether or not we'll have a new Fed chair. Uh, there's a lot. There's just a lot of central bank talk. Yeah, RBNZ you can throw into the mix as well. You know, people talking about a 50 basis point increase. Shock and awe being delivered on Wednesday come lunchtime. And there, so it uh, it is the kind of really uncertain environment. Then overlay on top of that what's going on in Europe with COVID. Uh, and of course, you no know, lockdowns in various parts of the continent. And you do wonder whether potentially we're getting a little bit ahead of ourselves when it comes to rate hikes in the United States because we're seeing cases there starting to go and tick up as well. A lot come down to what happens with the, uh, the hospitalization numbers. But uh, hopefully it doesn't replicate. I know what's going over there, but uh, I've got this terrible sense that it might be the same. Uh, I hope not. Look. Me too. I want to be wrong. Uh, well, I hope you are this time, Scunny. I mean, it's not the first time I've hoped that. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always wrong. Uh, look, it's a it's a watching brief. It sure is. But it did some damage to some of the names on our local market today. Uh, really steep falls coming through for the likes of, you know, Flight Center, for the likes of Corporate Travel, for Qantas. You know, all of those names that have been those reopening plays, the travel stocks, lots of enthusiasm, you know, borders reopening, Christmas coming, all the rest of it, really did suffer. Um, So again, just to wrap it up, a bit of a watching brief. Look, while we're on equities, we'll stick there uh, because one of the best performers today was a company called Nickel Mines. So Nickel Mines signed an MOU with a, a group that it already has an existing agreement with that also... Uh, you know, came out and updated it on a uh, updated the market, I should say, on a purchase that it had made for an increased stake in a site. And shares by the end of the day were up by 8%. It was the stock of the day. Let's and listen. Yeah, let's listen to what Henry Jennings from Marcus Today and Gaurav Sodi from the Intelligent Investor Hub. Actual assets themselves are large, complicated laterite operations. And in nickel, you really want to be careful with the big laterite ore body because it needs very specific processing that is difficult um, and risky. And that's what these guys have kind of maneuvered themselves into. I much prefer a nice, simple sulfide nickel body, which you can get from, from Western areas. i really impressed with the management. Not as much, not so much impressed with the nickel uh, ore bodies, but 
I think that's a lot of my hang-ups from, from um, old mistakes investing in laterite ore bodies in the past. So I'm going to give it a miss, but very impressed with management. I can understand why you're in there. Now that this deal does look good, the market clearly likes it, but at the end of the day, the stock code and the name of the company is crucial. Nickel mines, when people are looking at their nickel exposure, there's very few pure plays uh, and nickel mines always pops up. And although they're not raising money at the moment, when you look at the timetable, uh, which goes into next year, you know, by December the 31st, 2022, uh, they're going to have invested 463 million US dollars. So there you go, not going in the Osbiz portfolio. They just weren't sold on the narrative overall. Yeah, it's uh, it was the same during the course of the day throughout that. Uh, no, it is interesting to go watch how the enthusiasm for those battery material names really is quite, uh, no, it almost follows the leader when it comes to Tesla. So that sentiment in that space clearly being dictated by that world's largest EV uh, automotive manufacturer and the world's largest auto manufacturer, of course. Yeah. But, you know, uh, like it came up, <laughs> excuse my English, it came up later in the conversation about another company that we were discussing that's in this battery anode space. And mm. they were just saying, proceed with caution. Like the amount of enthusiasm that's come into all of these names on these buzzwords, it's just, it's a, it's a minefield. Yeah. And the, the really interesting thing too is that sometimes when a narrative takes hold, information that's been you know, given that's contrary to that often gets overlooked and dismissed. It was really interesting because I ha I, we had a chat with the CSIRO when it came to uh, modeling demand for battery materials uh, through a lens of recycling. And the CSIRO is working with this, all this um, technology to go and recycle materials. And based off what their modeling suggests, that the actual uh, uptake, the requirement for these um, batteries in the future, the raw ingredients, could be way under what current modeling suggests. But no one was really interested because it doesn't fit the narrative. Mm -hmm. Yeah, really interesting. Um, look, you can listen to that entire episode of The Call online or via a podcast. Look, this morning, one thing that stood out to me is CBA saying that property prices will extend into 2022 rises, I should say, before a 10% drop in 2023 is climbing interest rates. Cool the market. And we had a chat with McGrath CEO, Edward Law, who said that he wants property prices to come down in 2022. He wants more turnover. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's the easiest for you in any of your world to say like, yeah, obviously you'd want to go and see stamp duty removed. You know, where do you think it is politically? And uh, it's always funny to go and see, trying to go and yeah, do it, politicians do it. But yeah. uh, it, it is interesting. There isn't, it's a seasonal strong period when it comes to listing numbers across the capital cities. But I've got to say there is a lot of stock hitting the market. A lot of people are trying to go and time this market. It'd be very interesting to see whether uh, we do see that uh, no prices continue to go upwards next year. I'm uh, starting to come to the uh, point of view that maybe just maybe we'll start to go and see falls before people expect. There is a lot of stock on the market. And don't forget that interest rates can rise outside of the official interest rate cycle, guys. Oh, yeah. The, the NIM pressures in, yeah. the, in the big banks. As we know, don't, as we learn. Don't dismiss the chance that we'll see out of cycle rate. Actually, the cost of funding goes up. We know that there's no term funding yep. facility anymore. So, yeah, be cautious out there because to say that, oh, no, it has to be the RBA that goes and, uh, and raises variable rates and the banks will follow through, uh-uh, not necessarily the case. No, and to the point, CBA down by 2% today, Westpac 2%, NAB 1%, ANZ 1.75%. So it was a quite negative day for the market, and that did weigh on the index overall. Uh, so listen, we've got a little bit of data out of the United States, nothing to really write home about. Um, 
It, it really is the ongoing conversation about inflation, transitory, and Fed chair. Yeah. And uh, hopefully, energy as well. Yeah, well, energy prices are very yeah. key. You're going to overlay uh, no crude prices on a 12 month basis, and then look what the CPI does. The, uh, the latter lags the former almost all the time. So really important what happens in the energy space. Uh, and yeah, that, as we said at the top of the, uh, the podcast, just some of those COVID trends at the moment as well. That's the extra layer of uncertainty at the moment. Uh, hopefully, uh, Joe Biden makes a decision pretty soon when it comes to the Fed chair. So we can at least eliminate that mm-hmm. as an area of potential concern. Yeah, the XJO finished off by six tenths of 1% to 7,353. Look, there's a big day lined up tomorrow. Looking forward to it all. Shall we call it a wrap? Let's do it. It's a big week ahead. So, uh, yeah, cool the heels and get ready for another one tomorrow. Have a good night. You too. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.